Hello my spontaneous people, this is Shiny Boy here, and welcome to My Culture Mind. This is the show where I talk about anything in the world of modern culture, from music, movies, TV, food, and all that stuff. And today, um, it has been a pretty, pretty sad week, um, because of, uh, the passing of Chadwick Boseman, and, uh, um, so I, I, before I get started with the, uh, with the show, I just wanted to give my condolences to his family. Um, I will admit, I have not watched any other of his movies besides like his appearances as Black Panther. So um, I'm sorry that I am not very knowledgeable of of his career, um, but I do not doubt his acting abilities. I heard he he was great in 42 and. Um, and I forgot, um, the biographical of, uh, um, crap, I, I forgot, I, I, for, I forgot the, uh, the singer, um, it, it, it's, it's drawing a blank, but anyways, hearing his passing, uh, it wasn't COVID, but it was like a colon cancer, I was pretty affected by it, um, that, I think it's more, uh, it's more scary now, and I know that people were, were aware and a little bit afraid of Chadwick Boseman when he, uh, posted something four months ago where he did not look well, he looked like, uh, he's losing weight, but he did not want to say that he, he, that he did die of colon cancer, he kept it for four years, there is a bit of bravery, and, and I guess that he wanted to continue, um, making movies, he, he still had that colon cancer, uh, when he did the MCU films, uh, the, his first uh, first appearance of uh, a Civil War, he had that, and I'm sure that. And I know there was an interview when he was talking to some, he was mentioning some kids with cancer, and he was so moved by it. We didn't know, we didn't know why he was so emotional, and then until we finally know the reason why, and. I think that that takes a lot of guts to hide that from the public eye. Um, some people might know about it, like especially like that post uh, four months ago with that picture. Um, it's really, it's it it has been a really sad week, and we just really needed um, some sort of joy or um and not not a distraction but but a way to um cope really i think that we should not just dwell on his death yes we are saddened by his death of course but it is important to recognize his his legacy his, uh, his talents, and even though I don't know much about his other films, I will, you know, every now and then check on, 
what he has done in the past. And so, yeah. Sorry if I'm a little stuffy at the moment, but, um, but yeah, I, he will be missed. And I, once again, condolences to the family. And I heard that he was married to his longtime girlfriend. And, uh, I'm sure that she is, um, still like trying hard, trying hard to process everything. I, I know what it's like to deal with death and it's, um, it's really hard. Um, all I know is for those who are listening, stay strong, stay healthy, do the best you can to take care of yourself, um, like drive safely, get yourself out of trouble, um, stay healthy, all that, just all that stuff, you know, so, you know, take care of y'all. Alright, um, so, uh, after, you know, after talking about that, I want to move on to some other topics. There are two more topics that I wanted to discuss, but yeah. If you are new to the podcast, by the way, thank you so much for listening. If you, um, this podcast is available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, um, wherever you can get your podcast. So, um, let's, uh, let's jump into it. Like, uh, let's move on to some other things. Like, for example, uh, Blackpink uh, released their uh, collab with Selena Gomez. I think it was just—I think it's just called Ice Cream, I believe. And I gotta say, this is different. It has a different vibe to their other music, and I—I I, and I kind of like it. Um, I uh, when I listened to it, it was pretty catchy. It's like a very upbeat. It's not like like, there's always a lot of horns every time I listen to Blackpink music because, like, I, I will admit, and I'm sorry, and I'm sorry if you are offended by this, but it's, it's just my opinion. The title tracks that I've listened to so far from Blackpink have sounded pretty much similar, and that's okay. That's okay. Um, it's just not my taste for, like, I think I like Boombaya more um, playing with fire, I think playing with fire is, like, my favorite, yeah, I think playing with fire was, uh, because it's a little, it's a little different, but it's, like, the same vibe, I, I, sorry, like, basically, same vibe, it's the same vibe I'm getting from Blackpink all the time, um, again, I'm not saying that all Blackpink music is, like, bad or anything like that, it's just that sometimes it's repetitive for me, just for me, just for me, but Ice Cream was a, it was a nice take, it was a nice take, uh, and I heard people are bashing on Selena Gomez for doing this collab, she sounded fine, you know, I wasn't even bothered by it, like, her voice blended well with, uh, the Blackpink members, it was, it was a good music video, it's just a good music video, and, I don't know, there, there are always going to be, like, you know, super haters out there, uh, I appreciate for what it is, and it's a different take, so I, I didn't hate it at all, it was, like, pretty enjoyable, so, yeah, all right, now to the, basically the main event of today, um, I am gonna do a spoiler review, um, or at least, it's not, like, spoiler heavy, it's more of, like, there are some things that I'm gonna discuss that are, 
that do involve a spoiler. So if you have not seen Bill and Ted face the music, um, you have been warned. I um, I just wanted to um, just to let it out there. If you have not seen the movie, don't check out this music, this uh, movie review. But but I'm glad we're finally having a movie review that is new. <laughs> Isn't that kind of sad though? But like at the same time, so uh, it's great to ha- uh, to do a mu- movie review that is new uh, in a long time. And like, how many we've been in quarantine? Let's see: uh, March, April, May, June, July, August. Like like six months or so. So yeah. Um, uh, just to give a little bit of backstory, I love I love Bill and Ted. Um, I, I love the first two movies. I, I cannot, I don't know if I could rank, um, maybe I could, I don't know. I'm not going to do a ranking because there are moments where I was like, I prefer Bogus Journey over Excellent Adventure. And there are moments that I prefer Excellent Adventure over Bogus Journey. Um, and it's the same thing with Face the Music. There are moments of these, of this film where it's just far superior than the other two but like it's like it's based on moments but really um so i i i grew up with bill and ted i i remember watching it on cable and i was like oh what is this and and i know that keanu reeves was in this movie and it's just so interesting (laughs) it's so weird that San Dimas is like the the forefront of uh, the forefront of uh, of this story when I, I I basically live not too far from San Dimas really um so it's kind of crazy but but uh this movie was a great movie I, I think we really needed this and I've watched these, uh, I watched some movie reviews from other YouTubers, and they made up, uh, they made a good point. We need movies like this. Movies that are, like, pretty gritty and dark and serious and supposed to be, like, artistic and all that, which is not, it's, it's not a bad thing, but the state of things, because of COVID, like, like it gets a, it gets pretty depressing. So having a movie like this, such as Bill and Ted Three, this is just bonkers. I'm telling you, this is just bonkers. Like time, space, reality. Like anything could happen in this movie. There are so many things that are like, okay, like that happened. All right, like, um, but I'll get that in just a bit. So. Uh, how did I watch this film? I did not watch this at home, uh, shockingly. I actually watched it at at a drive-in. I um, because it's cheap. It's actually cheaper than um, than uh, watching uh, a movie at home, really. So the drive-in was not too far from my house. So I was like, okay, this is great. I get to watch this movie. Uh, the thing is. When it comes to uh, uh, drive-ins, like they would, at least the one that I went to, it was ten dollars for two movies per person. That is a lot cheaper than what movie theaters would charge you for when you have to pay um, 
for example, if you go to Regal or like Edwards or something like that, they will probably, or AMC, they'll probably charge you like $13. Just That's just for like one adult, maybe 12 or 10, depending on where, depending on where you go. Some local, uh, local theaters are like, are very cheap. So, uh, and I know there are some local theaters that are cheap. And if you do have a local theater that, um, again, it, it is a risk. It is a risk. It's a COVID risk. But uh, I think the much safer alternative is a drive-in. Now, it was, oh my God, it was packed. It was packed when I went to the movie theater because everybody wanted to watch it. Everybody wanted to watch Bill and Ted. And it was the first showing. It was the first showing of the day. Not when it was released. But it was released in the drive-in theater. So it was the first day premiere of watching this movie. So a lot of people were, it was just packed on the streets and people are waiting and they had protocols. Uh, So for drive-ins, they would have like every other car parked. So it's like, you know, you have like one gap. Like for example, you're parking in a parking garage and uh, there's like that, you know, space. You give them one car space away so you won't be like at risk but but then again some some guy parked near me did not know the protocol and it basically wasn't as safe but at least we're inside our cars so yeah but anyways and if you have not been a drive-in of course you have to tune into the uh, radio station that they give you um i used my phone to uh, listen to it because my phone has like radio and yeah and I just use the headphones and use wired headphones if you're going to listen to uh, on your phone Uh, Bluetooth doesn't work for something about the frequency or whatever but that's just how it works and I watch this movie with my headphones on watching it from a big screen it's like it's like some sort of like cool surround sound really like you have this big screen in front of you and yet you're listening to your headphones it was just such a surreal experience and it's been a long time since i watched in a drive-in but i usually use my radio on my car but i did not want to run my battery on my car so i'd had to turn it off but anyways back to the movie <laughs> back to the movie it was it was such a great movie it was it was just bonkers what i love about this film is bill and ted they are still bill and ted but they're more aged and married and dealing with like marriage problems uh i feel like the marriage storyline was eh, eh, it didn't really work for me as much um not saying it was bad uh it was just like it was seemed like thrown in there when it could have been just focusing on making the music and and of course you have the daughters and we kind of assumed that the daughters are going to help their dads uh rewrite the song to write the song that unite the world and save reality as we know it that's a lot of work and you only have like a short amount of time so they visited like different like different futures different alternative futures of what would happen um and i let me let me name some of the historical figures that um that are uh featured 
Uh, do you count Kid Cudi as a... No, I don't think Kid Cudi is a historical figure. However, Kid Cudi had more had more of a role than I thought. Um, Kid Cudi talked about, like, time and space and quantum things. And I was like, what? The Kid Cudi talking about this? <laughs> it was funny. And then you had Jimi Hendrix. You had Neil Armstrong. Oh, uh, not Neil Armstrong. That's the astronaut. <laughs> Louis Armstrong, there you go, Louis Armstrong, yeah, and then you had, um, uh, crap, um, you had Mozart, and then, Lung? I, for, I forgot the, uh, flutist from ancient China, I, I don't know, uh, do, 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 trying to think, I'm trying to think of other historical figures, but, but anyways, but anyways, uh, what's amazing about it, they weren't the main focus, it was still focusing on Bill and Ted, yes, um, the daughters are doing most of the work, but, and someone, someone made a, a good point, people are afraid that Preston and Logan would reunite the world, um, through, and time and space and reality, whatever, the planets aligned and whatnot. Um, I think people are worried that the daughters are going to be like the famous people. I feel like in this movie, um, the daughters were basically, um, they are, they are the ones that created the band. They are the ones that created the, the music. However, it was the presence of of Bill and Ted playing guitar uh, playing guitar that is when like they start to like save reality now I don't want to say like you know they take all the credit it's like Preston and Logan it's both Bill and Ted and Billy and Thea to reunite the world it was it was just uh, that amazing moment and I know people are going to be like, what the hell is happening? And it's like, what, does this really make sense? It doesn't matter if it makes sense or not. You still have heartwarming moments. And comedy, that works. Comedy, that works. I don't want this, like, you know, we're just olding crap and then it gets depressing. No, it's having these bonker adventures. And I just love the chemistry between... Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves, they are dedicated, but I think Alex Winter is more, uh, more dedicated as terms of, you know, in character. I know that Keanu Reeves, his voice got deeper and going back to that role is, uh, is, uh, it can be difficult, but at the same time, it just looks like they had so much fun and I'm glad I am happy that Keanu Reeves decided to come back to this role. It they are Bill and Ted. They are Bill and Ted that's going to save the world. How, um, I will say though, the ending music, the concert, I feel like Bogus Journey had a better ending, but I think, uh, I think they had a better ending, but I think that for Bill and Ted 3, okay, so there is a post credit scene. So, <coughs> sorry uh stay after the credits or if you're at home just you know forward the the movie and go to the credit scene or post credit scene it is old bill and ted so basically um 
when Bill and Ted went to the further, further future, and they saw their old selves basically on, not really their deathbed, but it could be their deathbed, um, it's basically a reality that here is the song that that united the world, and they seem so happy. They seem very happy. Um, I think that, um, I think they, they changed how time and space, like, you know, um, okay, I'm, I'm losing my train of thought, (laughs) but anyways, going back to that scene when, uh, it was just so heartbreaking to see, it, it wasn't really heartbreaking, it seems almost happy that they're, they're glad for what they have done and of course like the alt like the alternate futures that they saw um they were basically dickheads really and they they weren't proud of themselves um but to see them on their possible deathbed and then on the post credit scene they're just they're just playing their guitars and rocking out it's like that is the end basically the end of bill and ted 3 we're not going to get more bill and ted movies this is basically sealing the deal like hey these are the characters that you love but this is the end of the story and i i don't think you could go further than that really i I really don't i think third time is the charm i think it was a wonderful movie it's a great feel-good movie um I'm trying to recollect what's happening. Oh my god, death. Uh, Death. The fact that they got William Sattler back for death. It's like they they just left things off where they were at Bogus Journey. And death was so funny. And (laughs) I love how death basically was on earth and they the band broke up because of like death wanted to have 40 minutes solos um it was so amazing to see that um and of course the daughters i i give props to the daughters they were committed to the roles it was so funny and i think billy who is ted's uh daughter oh my god like okay the, uh, i know the act uh the actor uh, the pronouns are they, uh, Bridget, who plays, uh, Billy, uh, I'm just gonna use they, I'm gonna use they, they, um, like, he was, uh, there was, they were like Ted, like, so much, the mannerisms, like, like, whoa, and, like, you know, Samara Weaving, like, you know, she's not doing, like, an impersonation of, like, uh, Bill, but she has, like, uh, like who plays Thea? I think like she had the uh, like you know the the dude aspect, but I feel like Bridget was more committed and more accurate, which is funny. But overall, I think this movie I'm gonna give it like a three point five out of five. You know, it was it was just a nice time. We needed movies like this. These feel good movies that teaches us to not be divided. We need to be excellent to each other and party on dudes and so yeah that is my rating for this film 
All right, um, that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, click follow on whatever podcast services you are listening this to. Share this podcast to, to whoever you know. It means a lot. It really helps a lot. And until next time, I'm Bill S. Preston Esquire, and I'm Ted Theodore Logan, and together we are Wild Stallions. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just gotta do it I just gotta do it alright so long farewell take care bye bye